This is Undivorce Wittable, the podcast made to divorce-proof marriages. I'm Giovanna. And I'm Rance. And, and we, we are, are the, the Robinsons. Robinsons. We've been rocking together for 18 years, married for 15 years. People tell us all the time that we inspire them. We are relationship goals. And it's not because we're famous or we're fronting for social media, but because they can tell that what we have is genuine. There have been ups, crazy downs, and moments where it would have been easy to just walk away. This is a no BS podcast. We're keeping it a buck. And we're telling you all the truth you can handle about what it takes to stay together in today's world. We, we are, are Undivorced Wittable. And we're back. Undivorced Wittable. Episode Hello. number three. We're in this episode three. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about today? We are talking about do people date wrong? Do people date wrong? Yeah. Do people date wrong? Okay. Well, you know what? I, I think about this. This is an interesting topic that we're about to talk about. So before we get into it, like completely, like this is a, y'all know how I like to start. So I'm definitely about to kind of talk about something that seems like it's off topic. But it's right on time, <laughs> like your pastor or your preacher or your friend or whoever. All right. So America, right? We live in this extremely powerful nation. So America is powerful. It is, has always been, it has been a powerhouse, right? Especially from an economic standpoint. Now, if you're black in America and you've done your homework and you research, you know why America got so powerful economically. If we fast forward past that part. Some things that have happened that have kept America so strong are something that it seems like politicians are always campaigning on. Like when you when you're listening to presidential debates, the things that they talk about that will keep America's economy rolling is infrastructure. You know, you always hear them talk about ports, bridges and roadways. So America is so strong because literally have overnight shipping. We can do we can, you know, move exports from the east coast all the way to the west coast in a matter of days because of our roadways uh, because of our ports being able to import um, cargo things like that bridges allow us to transport in such a major way right i think that a lot of people get into relationships without understanding the type of infrastructure that they're going for mm -hmm. and they don't have any infrastructure plans okay so how do you build that infrastructure while you're dating without being weird really i think dating infrastructure that leads to not having a bunch of surprises in marriage i think it a part of that has to do with watching mm -hmm. and another part of that has to do with asking the right questions okay so this is kind of making me think about the movie Think Like a Man and how I feel like when people are dating, they find somebody they like, they like spending time with them and everything like that, and you just kind of like go with it. You find stuff to do, you know, just enjoy each other's company. But when you think about the movie Think Like a Man, they started off where it was like, I'm dating this, this person, but for a purpose. So they were intentional about what they did 
and how they did it from reading that book. How many people are intentional when they're dating about what they're finding out and different things like that? And of course, they were doing a real secretive. So when everyone, when they found out that, oh, she read this book, they felt betrayed. But I feel like. That's when Jennifer Hudson was like, you got to act like a woman. But think like a man, like that just right. cracks me up. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I mean, like she hit that one one. Okay, they I'm were sorry. trying to find out. So it was the one trying to find out if he's a mama's boy, trying to find out if he's just in it to, you know, get the panties, trying to find out, you know, if you have the man who doesn't want to grow up. He's stuck in the college years of just playing video games and different things like that. Nas's Nas's uh, second childhood. That was a great record, man. I don't know if people remember uh, the old Nas album with the classic Ether, but there was another song on there, Second Childhood. I believe it was on that, or either the Purple Tapes. Um, man, what a great record! And your mama's couch in the basement watching Comic View. And there's a lot of men who play video games all day, every day, and lose themselves, but not yep. you. Nope. So, you know, it's We're going to talk about that later though. <laughs> I think have we talked? No, we haven't. Nope. Okay, so yeah, do people date to build um do they have a plan, a method when they're talking and having conversations? Are the conversations intentional? Are they asking the right questions to find out good information that they need to know? And you know, I think the old folks used to call that courting. <laughs> yes, yes. They don't call it courting no more, you know. You no, got to court. You do. You have you know. to court. But um right. Yeah, I think people just like they just kinda get into it and then just go with the flow, I feel like, and they're not becoming detectives. Yeah, but you know, I mean what has changed and, it, and I'm not gonna say like with this generation, like, you know what I'm saying, we're old folks. I'm not about to do that for certain. But I do know, man, hookup culture has taken you know the norm of of getting your freak on like without marriage right Mm -hmm. that has i think changed the trajectory you know back in the day you had to get to know especially Mm -hmm. a guy you had to get to know the lady you had to really take your time and in that taking time you got to know her and now i mean hookup culture but that's the thing and i mean i feel like because people get so involved so quickly sexually, that can really cloud your thinking. And you so caught up on, man, this is really good. Like, they know what they're doing. They make me feel good. They hit all the right spots. And then you so focused on the sex, you didn't forgot about, you know, how he talks to his mom. You know, if he has children, how he talks to his children, different things like that. You ain't even paying attention to that because you so caught up on Digmatization. That's what it's called. Say it, but you know, yeah, he got that good D. So Mm -hmm. your mind. Vitamin D. Vitamin D. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Vitamin D is good. Yep, and I mean that is where we start. So I mean, all right. So my analogy about bridges infrastructure. So when you get right on into it, you start exporting real quick, trying to get across the country, but the terrain. It's not yeah. uh, clipped up. Now, uh-huh. I'm not about to sit here in front like we are, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we are, our faith base is strong, right? So we know how we want to raise our family. We know how, what we are expecting from our kids and stuff like that. But we are not the type of people who know that folks are not getting their freak on. Right. Without marriage, without a ring, whatever the case may be. Um, you know what I'm saying? That's just not reality now. Mm-hmm. So, 
I'm not even about to sit here and act like it is. But I think that's one thing that happens, man. People are trying to what's the game? Oregon Trail? Like a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know about Oregon Trail, but they you're trying to go across the uh the country, the terrain, the territory. You're you're a settler, you know what I mean? You're dying from diphtheria. <laughs> <laughs> Like that is what's happening to a lot of relationships, oh, yes, and I think that's so true. A big part of that has to do with nobody asking the right questions on the mm-hmm. date. Like on your first date, you're not supposed to be asking super deep questions of what your like, thirty are you, year plan. Are you ready to get married? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, are you ready for a wife? Right. You know, are yeah, you ready to be my people. wife, girl? But you have to be. Are you ready right now? Oh, I'm ready. We ain't even we ain't even ordered these French fries yet. I'm ready. And this Big Mac. I am so ready. But you ready for that? I'm ready. You crazy. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. But anyway, so yeah, it's just one of those things where you have to ask questions. Like, give some examples of some questions that they should ask. So, you know, when you really, you, you start surface level and you go deep. I mean, it's no different than trying to dig a hole. You know, if you try to push your 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 shovel you're all the way down, to the to as deep as you're planning to go in that hole, you're going to break your shovel. You're mm-hmm. probably going to break your foot. A lot of stuff is going to stop. You are not going to be able to get the progress that you want. So anybody who's ever done any manual labor, you know that when you are digging, you have to start shallow mm-hmm. and you keep working your way and down. And see, the reason why I asked you, I said give some examples, is because when we were dating, you tested me a lot. And you had good reason as to why you tested me. Mm-hmm. And it didn't really, it didn't drive me crazy because I understood that there was a lot going on to get you to trust me. Yeah, that's called the MATs. That's the marriage achievement test. Now, marriage wasn't um, on my mind like <sighs> that, but I think in general, just because of the way I operated, um, it was about. I wanted to know you too. You know, I've been through a crazy tumultuous relationship, had a, a baby out of that, um, you know, became a father at 17 years old. So I was not about to make the same mistakes mm-hmm. um, that I had made previously. I mean, it wasn't long in there before, you know, I was swimming there, not asking the right questions and messed mm-hmm. around drowning. So yeah. um, you really have to kind of start out asking those questions. And I mean, it seems surface level, but it's really, you're really digging to get to a certain point. How did you grow up? You know what I'm saying? What kind of games did you play? What kind of friends did you have growing up? You know what I'm saying? Did y'all play a little red light, green light? Did you play basketball? Were you into sports? You ask those questions. Where'd you grow up? Because now people are scamming. Like, Yeah, that's true. You're not even that's just true. dealing with trying to make sure that the person that you're with is going to be a fit for you. Now you just got to make sure that... You're not being scammed. They really about it, for sure. Yeah, and it's, it's true because, like, you asked, you know, for example, I remember finding out about you going from school to school. You had been in a lot of different schools by the time you hit a certain grade level. Me knowing that information, finding that information, let me know that, first of all, you can adapt to different environments quickly. You learn to do that. But also – it taught you how to not necessarily get too attached to people and you can easily let go. Right. And so for context, um, for all the listeners out there, so I 
didn't go to the same school twice until I was in middle school. I think from seventh grade mm-hmm. to eighth grade. I, you know, my parents are not bad people or anything like that. They're not. I wasn't an army brat or anything like that either. It's just that circumstances worked out to where I never went to the same school back to back until middle school. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I've always been able to have relationships, but discard relationships. Right. Without feeling emotion attached to that. Right. So I had to feel special when, you know, I was like, oh, he getting attached. He like me. He ain't going nowhere. I started feeling special. I didn't let you know, though, right away. Yeah, but I could, I, you know, there was times where you could have ran. I know I'm a little crazy, so you could have ran. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, you know, some other <laughs> surface level things that you can ask about, you know, you know, what town town did you grow up in? Did you grow up where you guys are dating? Um, you ask those questions because I'm telling you at this point, the way folks are operating, I mean, you really do have to find out. You have to you have more research tools available to you. And so there are so many things that you need to be doing. So when you're dating someone, you are in a in a roundabout way interviewing them, but it's not like you ask all the pertinent questions right then and there. You know what I'm saying? I look at dating as a probationary period. Yeah, yeah, because you you gotta think about it. Even when you went back to the going back to the analogy that you brought up in the beginning about um, infrastructure and stuff like that, building bridges, building roadways, and different things. Back then, when there was no such thing as a road, um, and they had to literally be able to people had to travel from New York to California, so to speak. They had to test everything out. So you think about bridges and things like that. A bridge like um, the Bay Bridge has to be able to go over that a lot of water and people have to be able to travel over it. A lot of rough safely. water. Right. Um, so is this going to hold? How much weight is it going to hold? What all do we have to do to make sure that it holds the weight, to make sure that people are able to be safe? Even the people building it have to be safe at while they're building it and everything like that. So it's the same thing in a relationship. Like, what can you take? How much can you take? You have to know yourself to know how much you can take, what you will and will go for, and what you won't go for. So it's the same thing in testing those bridges and testing those everything to build it so that it's successful so that they don't get in trouble on lawsuits and everything. So if you guys have never been to the Bay, If you've never been to San Francisco, you know, the big, super large bridge. And I'm not trying to say this like you're not intelligent or can't Google, but that bridge, man, when you it's one thing to see it kind of like the Brooklyn Bridge. And it's another thing to be on it Um, to see it is scary enough to me. But to actually get on that bad boy, of course, the way it's engineered, it's engineered to sway and to move. Um, Just like the bridge in Manhattan is engineered to sway and to move as people are traveling on it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's not a big sway, but it's the fact that, you know, the way this is engineered, they are trying to create or create less tension in the event of an earthquake. So you're on this huge bay bridge with rough water underneath you um, as you cross it to go to the beautiful town of a place like Sausalito, which is like my dream town to live. Sausalito, California beautiful mountains, beautiful houses built into the mountains, something to see, right? That is the same type of engineering precision that I think successful people take, whether they know it or not, Mm -hmm. in relationships. Right, right. 
there's a lot to consider with that bridge. And then you think about it, they didn't have the tools mm -mm. that we have now to engineer that. That's why it's such a wonder mm -hmm. to be on that bridge. Right. It really is. So you think about like all the tools our grandparents and great grandparents didn't have. Mm -hmm. They couldn't do background checks, finger checks. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't. Yeah, um, there was no Facebook you internet, and Instagram. Exactly. You. And people still don't use that. They still getting catfished and everything and, you know, hoodwinked and bamboozled. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're scamming, you know, now I'm not saying that your great grandfather didn't have a family on the West Coast while y'all lived in the Midwest. <laughs> he probably did. You know, that's quite right. possible. Happened quite a bit. Um, but the truth of the matter is you do have to try to build you do have to try to use dating mm -hmm. as a way to build and have a plan. You got to have a plan for yourself too. Right. Like you can't just get into dating without even having some sort of understanding of who you are. Right. And even after you date, um, the building and stuff, it never stops because you think about, I mean, this is about undivorced a bit. Our podcast is undivorced winnable. So this is about marriages. And with that being said, you're already in the marriage. Maybe you didn't do your research. Maybe you didn't find out pertinent things and you're finding out more and more about your spouse as you are in this relationship with them. So how do you deal with that? Because you still have to build, you still have to learn how to communicate with that person. You have so many other aspects that are coming in now. Um, so you think about going back to the bridges, you think about as a city grows, there's more and more people that are coming there. So the longer you're together, you start having children and more and more children. And then you got all these other little people in your lives that you have to take care of, but you still got to work on and build the relationship that you have with your spouse. And it may not be a lot of, you know, it may not be a lot of kids. It may be a lot more responsibility. Yeah, one kid could do you in. It could be a lot more debt. It could be a lot more mm -hmm. um ambition there's there's so many factors that you know change the dynamic of a relationship over time right and for me i believe that that's where you have to make sure you have consistent maintenance going on right so, exactly um back to the huge bridge that leads to the great sausalito california uh, i am more than certain that there is always a maintenance plan mm -hmm. budgeted in there's always they are always surveying they're always planning. They're planning and engineering. People are doing everything that they can to make sure that there are no disasters where this bridge is concerned. Mm -hmm. Right. Because you're going to have different situations come up in in your family and your relationship while you're together. And you got to be able to stand through it, you know, um, to be successful. And it makes me think about I was at this event and this one lady was speaking. It was about supporting um, the homeless community. And one lady was just saying how she was married and their house caught on fire and they lost everything. Then due to that, her husband lost his job. So their main source of income was gone. And, and I don't know the details as to why, but then, you know, they had other issues and then their marriage ended up in divorce. And then she's in a homeless shelter with her kids Trying to make it. You know, it. trying to make it. And it all happened from a fire. So you lose your house, all your belongings, you lose your marriage. You know, different things like that can happen if you don't build up that infrastructure. So maybe he, you know, who knows if it whose fault it was, if it was anybody's fault as to why the fire got started or whatever. And, you know, him losing his job. And who knows why all of that happened. But that goes back to foundation. 
that goes back to understanding even and even understanding a person's mentality mental health is so such an issue right now that if you see there's problems in people's family you know they got cousins in the mental health unit across town you know you know that that is generational so it's understanding and doing your research in that aspect too to say okay what am I up against what kind of depression issues may I be dealing with with this person maybe are they strong enough to be able to handle when things get rough and you know earthquakes come and different things like that that's why you got to look at the roots that's how <laughs> folks in the south say you got to look at them roots where people come that's from right. I mean scientifically I don't know if I guess depression, certain mental health issues are definitely hereditary, right? Some of them, right. Yeah, you got to look at them roots. Without the roots, you ain't got nothing. So you got to go back to their roots. You got to look at them. You got to right. figure out um, where they come from. And, yeah, you must know. You yeah, must. you do. And even when you deal with stuff like when I went back to school. Yeah. That's, all right. I remember my mother telling me, um, Always, as a man, have your plan together. Make sure you're able to provide, bring in an income of some sort, because you never know what a woman is going to do. So imagine newlywed me. You know, I got a lot on my plate. So I'm I'm, I'm, going to sip my tea, my coffee in this. I'm dealing with a new wife, you know, blended family, new everything. Probably about a year into our marriage, my wife decides she wants to go back to college. You know, most people are going to be like, oh, that's great. I was not thinking that was great. I was not excited about the idea of her going back to a very expensive private college for the uh, degree that she was going for. And let me just say this, too. Just for those who may not have listened to our first podcast, because this is episode three. So if you haven't listened to episode one, you should go back. One reason that I wanted to go back to school and needed to go back to school because my family was so against us getting married and being together. And one thing that I held on to that I heard was that, well, you haven't even finished school. You're giving up your whole life and you haven't even really made anything of yourself. You're never going to finish school because you have a an instant daughter. You're going to have more kids, you know? So it's like, okay. So for me, it was like, I got to prove everybody wrong. And see, I didn't care about that. I felt like, the college payment system was a scam. I like mean, even I back to then, accomplish it. I needed to do it for myself too. I feel it, and it was a great. To this day, it was a great accomplishment and something that I'm proud of. But it was also one of them things where it was like, oh my gosh, like they're not going to be right. I'm gonna prove to all these people who said I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that that I am gonna do this, that, and the other. What makes that? And I, I'm sorry to cut you off like that, but what yeah, makes? <laughs> Cause you was about to go on and on about this. <laughs> um, but what made that to me, it was like, that wasn't a part of our plan. Right. So to go to this school, you might as well go full time. The amount of money you're spending mm-hmm. you. So that means quitting your job. So I got to hold down the household, which I've been able to do with no problem from a financial standpoint, um, getting it. However, I got to get it. Part to that was, there are going to be situations where, and that was tense. Like that was while I supported you, it was my goal to, to make you feel supported. Mm-hmm. I definitely felt financially abandoned um, because my plan, my, my vision for our marriage was any debts we had become debt free, enjoy life. And before we, you know, and then of course, on top of that, 
around 2005 in the fall, you get pregnant. So now mm-hmm. we have one single income. Now you're, you know, in a very tough school that really commanded a lot of your time. Right. Uh, it commanded staying up and doing all nighters, things like that. And then you're pregnant on top of that. It was a lot, right? I'm just wanting to be married and be chilling. Mm-hmm. And she throws a wrench in there like that. That's like instant stress, instant tension. And I'm talking like less than a year into marriage because I mean, basically it was at the year point where she's like, I want to go back to college. So always know who you are. And this is what I mean by that. You have to build your own foundation, especially men. You got to be able to hold your thing down because you never know what a woman, woman like my mother told me will quit her job without consulting her husband. She'll just some, and she will roll on. Hey, you better be able to handle things because no matter what, people are going to look at you if you all fail. They're going to mm-hmm. try to, they're going to look at the man. Well, how come you guys are homeless? How come your cars got repossessed? Mm-hmm. Then they're, they're not asking her. Well, they, they might be now because of the way the world is set up. But them years ago, it was still on the brothers. They're going to gonna ask her, of. but they're going to like, but it's my fault because what didn't your man do? Right. <laughs> Why didn't he rob a bank? Right. Why didn't he get back on the block? Start slinging them rocks. Should have sold them drugs. So that's just something that you just have to always be prepared for mm-hmm. is knowing who you are, what you're going to do, what your grind is. And you got to be sure about yourself. And that doesn't mean that something can't happen to your income as a man. But when you add the marriage dynamic in, you always have to be prepared. You always have to be ready. In right. times of peace, prepare for war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so if you're already married and you didn't have the right conversations. Um, like her wanting to go back to college. That was a blind side. It was like Michael Orr blind side. But you know what? I was, I did, I had went back to school. We were, I was in school when we were engaged. Yeah. You was going to community college. Like that but was. Still, I yeah, I did switch it from community college to like that's a like you going four hours a semester or a marking period or whatever they call it. You know, life is still oh, PT. You know, you're on a, a two year graduation plan, but you graduate in four, going super part time to a super expensive, which was yeah, a difference. Private private school, yes. Um, so I think those are certain things that, like, matter of fact, she went down, did her her art presentation, whatever, to see what scholarship she could get. She had a whole presentation for me. So, like, she had laid groundwork before even having this conversation to the point where... Um, you make me sound so manipulative. Every woman manipulates. <laughs> and then she sits down like, ooh, I can do this and I can do that. And I'm just like, man, the college payment system is a scam. And look at us now, almost... 15 mm-hmm. years or some odd later. Yeah, definitely 15 years later. Yeah. We're seeing people are begging the government mm-hmm. to eliminate student loans, which we are still paying because yeah. the college payment system is a scam unless you're getting a full-rise scholarship. Student loans ain't no joke. Right. So <laughs> as we um, kind of circle back to the beginning of this, you always have to pay attention to what people are saying too. Mm-hmm. So like, if I'm asking you how work is, we're dating. Right. And every, it's always negative. You right. never have a good day. Right. 
you're dating a negative person who never looks at the positive side of things and they're going to be the Debbie Downer or what is it for guys? I have no idea. I don't know. Debbie Downer. Yep. Danny Downer. There you go. Or Deontay Downer. How about that? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got to yeah, you pay attention to those things. You pay attention to you know, just their outlook on life. How they handle certain situations. How they, they talk about their friends. How they talk about the people they, they say they love. How they interact with them. Like, right. You got to really pay attention. And if they come home talking about, well, my boss said this and my boss, and this ain't no, this ain't fair and this and other than they don't take any ownership for things. Right. That's the problem too. Right. So you really have to, you cannot be so in love with somebody that you are not paying attention right. to the signs. You right. have to see the signs. Got to see them. Yep. And, um, yep, pay attention to what's said and not said. And I want to quote the great philosophical understandings of the great green one, Shrek. <laughs> Ogres have layers. Right. Ogres are like onions. They yes, have layers. They have layers. This whole, like, dating marriage is nothing but layers. Like, you're always peeling stuff back. If you think you get into something and it's, 100% done like if you think you're done at the wedding day you are nuts no no because then you have kids you have life you go through jobs change your careers then you get old and don't try to cut through the onion on the first date like some of y'all be bringing your um, cutting board and the big knife and like you want to slice right to the middle and then you right. wonder why it's it's never good you know and sometimes slicing right to the middle is slicing them draws down and getting buck with it oh. on the first date. Okay. It's, that's Sometimes that's the middle of the onion. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. That's why dudes be like, she got that onion. Because <laughs> brothers be wanting to slice. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Once sex oh, is involved, gosh. though, you know, you might have to peel a little faster. And the main reason you got to peel a little faster is because you might catch kids. You might catch... Uh, catch kids. <laughs> feelings. <laughs> like, you know, it's going to be... It's going to switch up the dynamic. Now, there are some people who it doesn't. There are people who are... They just in it for that. Men and women. You know, we live in a day and age where everybody is free to do and live and roll how you want to. There's women who are not um, ashamed to have multiple, multiple, multiple sex partners like guys. Mm-hmm. That's the game now. So... Yeah. Just know that if you're really trying to be in this uh, thing called love and marriage, monogamy, whatever you consider it, it's a grind. It is. And you got to go about it. You got to go about it with some some wisdom, some understanding, some intelligence. You can't just shoot from the hip every, hip every day and see what you're going to get. Right. You know, got to pay attention. And lastly, for our, the married part of this, you know, I know we're talking about dating because it's important, but I mean, we got... A whole lot of years together. Like we're going on 19 this year. And um, we'll be married for Wait a 19 together. Oh, but yes. It'll be 16 married, right? Yes. Which is crazy because we got married so young. Um, but we've always really liked each other. Uh, we've always really been into each other. That's because we had the right conversations. But the other thing that we did was we were able to talk a lot of times without the emotion being in it. Yeah. Sometimes like being able to say things to each other and talk about things from a progressive standpoint without being negative, mm -hmm. without 
like ripping each other down. And I've I've I wouldn't say always because I've had to learn that you being you saying things a certain way, I couldn't necessarily take it personal in the sense of like he don't like me, you know, but take the critiques to better myself. And I learned that from that huge um education that I paid for too. It's criticism throughout art school. I learned how to be critiqued and tough skin. It did a few things right. It um, did. It did. But that's the thing, like you have to be able to if you have a problem with each other, sometimes you can't talk about it right then and there. Sometimes you have to just let the situation pass and when both of you guys can come back without the emotion there, you know, bring up a situation, you know, I don't really like it when you do X, Y, Z, you know, can you, can you just be more thoughtful? Like I would really appreciate it if you take out the trash. Like I feel like I do all the cooking and everything. Can you at least take out the trash? I don't want to have to set it by the door and then look at it for two this days. This is not indicative of our real and, life. And you know, you still walking by it. Can you please just take out the trash? So, you know, but in in the sense of like trash sitting there and you walk in the house and it's stinking and stuff like that, you're like, ugh, can't you just take out the dog on trash? So, you know, sorry, baby, but you know, then the man's gonna respond and be all upset and mad because you coming at him yelling and so if it's you are just trash. New to the podcast, check out episode two where we talk about that communication. Sometimes there there are things you talk about mm-hmm. that you have to dig a little deeper on, and it may take a third party to help with that. So that's what we're talking about today um, is we're trying to definitely, for those who listen to the podcast, who aren't married, who desire to be married, you got to take it slow. Even if you're taking it fast in the bedroom, you still got to take it slow. I was drinking just then. And have the right conversations, because I mean, people are hot, man. People are hot. You, you I mean, you see, you see a chick, or, or a chick see a guy on Instagram or whatever, and you know she's she got a lingerie shot there. That's all you thinking about. Like now, we we seeing what we want, and we and you displaying what you want. Like it used to be back in the day, to see a woman displaying what she had, you had to be picking up a Playboy, or a black tail. <laughs> Not now, though. <laughs> it's on the gram. So if nothing's left to the, to the imagination, it you gotta isn't. you gotta figure out how to. You're talking back in the day, like we so old. I know. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, it's it's at that point now where people know what they want, right? Without knowing what they want, yeah. so people know what they want physically without knowing what they want emotionally. True. And so that's what we're trying to help you on. You gotta ask the right questions. When you're dating and when you're in a deep relationship mm-hmm. where things have gotten serious, where you know it's you and her. Right. You got to do that. Yep. So that's our episode for today. Yes. Let us know if you enjoyed it, if it was good, if you, you know, have some questions. Hit us up. Please do. And if you want to watch this instead of listening to it, you yeah. can always hop on the Undivorced Wittable YouTube channel and this will be loaded up. You'll basically be looking at our beautiful faces looking at each other from a yes. side view. Uh, we also want you to subscribe to our podcast, right? Yes. Please subscribe to the podcast. Join us on Facebook um, where we will interact with you, our married friends. So and We have a Facebook page and a Facebook group. So ask, yes. request to join the group and we'll talk there. Undivorced Whittable. Uh-huh. You can also follow us on Instagram. Um, and one thing before I go, shout out to our music producer, 
who is uh, Airtight Productions, Air Nine Collins. Yes, Air Nine. He laces us with uh, good music. Some of our podcasts, we might put beats behind, but for the most part, our intro music that we got, he laced us with that. We appreciate it. So hit up uh, Airtight Productions. Look him up um, on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can get that work. So you can get them beats. Yes. So you can get your rap career together. So you can cheat on your wife. No, I'm just playing. I'm just just joking. (laughs) All right. So that's Undivorced Wittable for today. And we will see y'all on the next episode next week. Peace.